Christmas Flixers. Welcome back to season two of Chicks on Christmas Flicks, where we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. I'm KL Brady, and I am so excited to be back to uh, recap weeks two and weeks three. Now, I am going to keep it real with y'all. Last week, I was on the struggle bus for real. So much was going on at work. It was emotionally draining. It was draining, draining. <laughs> it was time draining. I was just like, um, you know, I had a lot going on. So what had happened was I had started watching the movies all last weekend, and I swear, I fell asleep on every single last one. Now, because I was in denial, I was thinking, well, maybe I fell asleep because they weren't good movies. As I found out this week, they are really good movies. I fell asleep because I was exhausted and mentally drained. So anyway, that is why this week I am coming back to recap two weeks, week two and week three, um, movies. And, um, you know, I really, because, I mean, because I felt so bad because of my, my wrong, <laughs> I decided to come back and do all of them. And I could have skipped them, but I didn't want to skip them because... As I found out, they're really good movies, and I'm just, you know, I was just kind of overworked and exhausted. So today, we're going to cover weeks two and weeks three. Please, if you get a chance, check out last week's episode, which was with the week one recap, and I think somewhere in there, I did a, I did uh, the top ten most anticipated shows for November with Hallmark Enthusiast 247. That was one of the most fun shows, I swear. I mean, it's fun when you can share, you know, the Christmas crazy with somebody who is equally as Christmas crazy, if not more Christmas crazy than you are. So that was a whole lot of fun. And I can't wait to have her back, Brittany back for the December preview. That is going to be so hard. I'm thinking about making it the top 12 movies instead of the top 10 because there is so much going on next month. It's just insane. So anyway, today is really about the week two and week three recap, which I will get to in just a few moments. First things first. St. Nick shout out. As always, I like to begin the show by thanking the listeners. I mean, if it weren't for you, um, I would be talking to nobody <laughs> because I would probably still be doing the show, but I just nobody would be listening to the show. I am so thankful to have people out there who are actually still listening to me do this show and that you get into this this in my love of Christmas movies um, and I do love Christmas movies so much but I love you because you show up and just chill with me you know for 45 minutes or an hour as I jabber on about one of my favorite topics so I wanted to take time out obviously you know I picked my top five listener locations 
and I did a little searching to find a little Christmas joy in your neighborhood. Um, with that said, let's get started. Remember, I don't know who you are, but I know where you live. All right, this week's shout outs go to number one, Olympia, Washington. Thank you for joining us, Olympia, yay! Okay, so let me tell you, they've got so much going on in Olympia. Um, so many great traditions, but I will just start off with the, um, they have the annual parades. Well, they won't be having them this year, but, um, but they normally have the annual parades. So because they're not doing the parades, you know what they're doing to, to, and let everybody stay social distance is they're doing like this massive decorating, um, drive like downtown. So, um, everybody's like going to put on, you know, the, the decorations and the lights and all of that. Then they have like, um, the, the shop and dine passport program where they kind of let, if you shop locally, um, you know, they're gonna, uh, offer giveaways and stuff like that. Again, they're going to be focusing on the trimmings, the lights, uh, more than a mile of garland, decorated shop windows, um, nutcracker selfie scenes. Isn't that cool? And um, and of course, they're going to have snow because if you're in Olivia, Washington, you have snow. So, so much going on. You know, I, I would love to like visit this location. It sounds just so picturesque and so fun. Anyway, welcome Olympia, Washington. I'm so excited to have you guys to the show. Okay, now number two on my list is Kansas City, Missouri. Yay, Kansas City. I actually have some friends in Kansas City. But, um, I mean, Facebook friends. You know, you get Facebook friends from all over the place. So I have Facebook friends in Kansas City. Let me tell you, Kansas City does not play when it comes to Christmas. They had a whole list of list of list of stuff going on, okay? So I'm just gonna hit some of the highlights that I would go to if I were in uh, Kansas City. So the first thing they have is lace up your skates and take some, take in some picturesque sights at the Crown Center Ice Terrace. Um, it was recognized by USA Today as one of America's top ice skating rinks. rinks. How do you become a top ice skating rink? Like, I'm like wondering what's going on. What kind of ice do they have? <laughs> do, do they have, they must have some like light show or something. I don't know. Like, how do you become the top ice skating rink? I don't know. But, uh, I want to find out. Um, they also have, um, like a drive-through display. Now, even in Bel Air, Ohio, where I grew up, we used to go to Wheeling, West Virginia, and we used to go through, um, the park. Oh gosh, the Ogle Bay Park. We used to go through Ogle Bay Park and look at the lights. And even here in Maryland, we, we have a light show that we can drive through. So they've got a light show that you can drive through. Um, make your way through the winter magic at swope park ever been don't know but um but anyway it's a mile of lights and the proceeds benefit the park improvement projects say that three times fast um 
they have Christmas in the Park, another festive uh, drive-through display at the Longview Lake Park with 500,000 lights. Do you hear me? 500, a half a million lights. That's crazy. That's crazy, but that sounds like so much fun. And then they have the Soul of Santa, which, you know, Soul, Santa, I'm all about that. And that's S-O-U-L of Santa. Um, so apparently it's like a tree lighting, community breakfast, toy giveaway, and a concert. Hello. And then they have um, a bunch of other stuff. The, the other big thing I saw that I would want to participate in, because, you know, I'm a lights person, is they have the Festival of Lights. and But they also have, check this out, they also have Hallelujah Holidays, a concert celebrating the influence of jazz, soul jazz, with the renowned KC artist Ebony Fondren. I don't know who that is, but Hallelujah Holidays, I'm all about that. I would love to find out more about that. So anyway, and I have a list of a whole bunch more stuff um, oh, for Kansas City. They just got so much going on. So um, thank you for joining us, Kansas City. I hope I pointed you to some stuff that you're actually going to visit <laughs> safely. Please wear your mask. Okay. Number three on my list is Red Hill, Surrey in England. Okay, so. Honestly, I was really drifting towards sleep and I really did not get to do the um, thorough research that I normally get to do, but here's what I found. So apparently in Surrey, England, um, I have to say, so they have the Belfry Shopping Center, right? And Santa and his elves welcome the visitor in this um, enchanted ice kingdom. Enchanted, did you hear what I said? They have an enchanted ice kingdom. Inside a spectacular giant snow-capped tree grotto, a tree grotto, twinkling with thousands of lights. And you can go, you can visit for free, and you get a gift. I mean, come on. I didn't really need to read anymore after I saw that. I'm like, if I'm going to Surrey, I'm doing the tree grotto with the, <laughs> with the ice kingdom. <laughs> no question about it. No question about it. Okay. So welcome, 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 uh, Red Hill, Surrey. All right. And the, oh, wait a minute. I have to say one more thing. They also boast, this is crazy, but I mean, cool crazy. The largest snow lion to walk the earth. <laughs> the largest snow, the largest snow lion. Okay, the spellbounding creature from the snowy mountains and glaciers of eternal winter, accompanied by the white queen, combines animatronic puppetry and breathtaking realism. I want to see the snow lion and I want to see the snow-capped Christmas tree grotto with twinkling lights. I'm saying. Number four on my list is Owings Mill, Maryland. Welcome, Owings Mill. Yes, um, those are my home people because I do live in Maryland. <laughs> um, so they have a lot going, you know, honestly, you know, it's, uh, Owings Mill is like right up by Baltimore. And it's not that far from me. 
but you know I really don't get to see like all the Christmas stuff going on in this area I really need to start making some rounds maybe next Christmas God willing if I live to see it um, you know I'll get to uh, do a little bit more Christmas stuff next year. Um, I have to tell you guys something, too. I'll tell you in the ho-ho-ho holiday headlines, but it's news. It's good stuff. Anyway, so in Owings Mill, they have the Christmas Craft Fair, the Jingle and Flamingo. Okay, I don't know what this is, and I did not have time to look it up. But Jingle and Flamingo? I want to know what that's about. Seriously, like when I get off the show today, I got to go look that up because I just need to know what that is. They have the Reindeer Railway, um, evening train rides and holiday lights. They have the Elf Run. <laughs> um, they have an um, annual New Year's Eve charity gala. They have the Station North Holiday Market. They have um, Breakfast with Santa. They have so much to fall. And then they have a New Year's Eve um, masquerade ball. Now, here was the thing I thought was super cute. They have an official ugly sweater bar crawl. So, we talked about the Santa crawl, the Coco crawl. Now, there is an ugly sweater bar crawl. That's entirely too cool. So, welcome, Owings Mill, Maryland. Owings Mill, Maryland. Welcome. All right. And last but not least, number five is Washington, Oklahoma. Welcome, Washington, Oklahoma. So let me tell you something. I'm going to give some shout outs because I know Kathleen, um, the the host, the former co-host of the show, apparently, well, she told me later, but I did not know at the time that she actually grew up on a Christmas tree farm. So I'm giving shout outs because when I looked up Washington, Oklahoma, it is like chock full of um, Christmas tree farms. So I'm giving shout outs to Christmas tree farms in Washington, Oklahoma today. Go buy your tree, cut your own tree down, take it home and put it up, okay? Now, here are some Washington, Oklahoma Christmas tree farms. Um, Here we go. The Christmas tree, <laughs> so here's one original name, the Christmas tree farm. <laughs> um, Rock Rose Enterprises, Wells Family Christmas Tree, Or Family Farm, Martin Bird Tree Farm, Yuletide Farm, All Pine Christmas Tree Farm, Cross Timbers Christmas Tree Farm, and the Sorghum Mill Christmas Tree Farm. So shout out to all the Christmas tree farms. I hope anybody within and listening distance will go out, cut your own tree in Washington, Oklahoma, take it home, and you know, you got your tip from me. Okay? All right, now it's time for some quick ho 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 holiday headlines. The first piece of news I'm gonna share is that I got I'm gonna share a picture on Twitter of my new I got a new set of lighted reindeer um reindeer ears <laughs> the ears and the um headband the reindeer headband but it's lighted yes so I have one of those and then I also have a coordinating ugly Christmas sweater with a reindeer 
and Christmas light. That lights up. Both of them light up. Let me tell you something. If anybody invites me to an ugly Christmas party this year, I am good to go. <laughs> I am I'm going to be fully dressed. So I'm excited about those things and I will be sharing them on Twitter. So you got to you got to sign on to Twitter and see what I bought. They are insanely wonderful, crazy wonderful. Okay. So that was <laughs> that was the news that I was going to share earlier. Okay. Now um, now here's the next thing. Uh, so Peacock, okay, in December, Peacock, NBC's uh, streaming service, is airing its first original holiday movie, The Real Housewives of the North Pole. The Real Housewives of the North Pole. So if you have Peacock's um, the streaming service, NBC streaming service. And I think I've heard that you can actually get that for free if you watch like a bunch of commercials. So um, watch The Real Housewives of the North Pole. I do think I will check this one out. So the premise is um, Christmas Queens Betsy Brandt and Kyle Richards have won the best holiday decorating contest for the past nine years. But they end up having a falling out that not only ends their friendship, but sets off a town-wide feud. Will they pull it together by Christmas? Will they pull it together by Christmas? You guys tell me. What do you think? <laughs> I have thoughts on that, but I'm just going to let you go with that. All right. Number two, I'm going to tell you something. If you have a dog... Sam's Club has $10 doggy advent calendars. I bought two. One for Bear and one for Tiger. Now, Tiger's got a persnickety stomach, but he sniffed it the other day and he was like almost going off. And then I realized we can't even start the calendar until November 20th. <laughs> I felt so bad. I had to go give him a, a little turkey jerky treat because I felt so bad that I let him sniff it and then I couldn't give it to him. Um, but anyway, so we have put up now until November 20th and he'll get his treats. But anyway, so there, it's the doggy advent calendar. It's only $9.99. It's at Sam's Club. They ship it for free if you have a plus membership and it's 35 grain free meat treats. Yes. Including a bully stick. $9.99, 35 treats. I mean, come on. Where are you going to get a, a price like that? You're not. So, um, you know, you don't have to tell people you heard it here. But do share the news for people that, who are dog lovers. Um, share that news because that's a great treat for that uh, price. All right. Now, uh, last on my uh, Ho 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 holiday headlines today is VH1. So VH1 is actually going to have some, listen, the video channel, VH1, is going to have some original Christmas movies, like the whole two-hour movies. I couldn't believe this. Now, two of them, I was like, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to be watching those, but one is definitely on my list to watch, and that is Adventures in Christmasing, which I talked to you guys about when, when uh, Brittany and I did the show. So Adventures in Christ Christmasing is going to be showing up on the VH1 Naughty and Nice Christmas lineup. Isn't that 
exciting. So that is going to do it for Ho 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 Holiday Headlines this week. Now, let's get into week two. Let's get into week two. I told you, like I said, I fell asleep on every single one. Every single movie. <laughs> New premiere movie in week two. I was knocked out cold about a half an hour in. You'll probably see some tweets where I like signed in and I was like checking in. And I'm like, I'm ready to watch it. And then I don't know what happened. The next thing I knew, the sun was coming up. <laughs> the roosters were crowing. <laughs> I was so tired. I feel so horrible because, but you know, what's thankful is I caught all the movies and reruns and I caught, um, and in a, a couple of them, I had actually DVR'd. So between the DVRs and the watching the reruns, I got to see all of them, uh, last week. In addition to all new, the new movies, which I completely stayed up for. That's exciting. So I am just going to quickly flip through these movies, let you know how I felt about them, and um, give you my little quick recaps on those because I don't want this show to last <laughs> forever, which you know very well, knowing me, it could. Okay, so, um, all right, so let's start with uh, Friday in uh, week two. Friday in week two, we started out with Christmas and Harmony right? I go back that far. Yes, we're going back that far. Um, Ashley Murray, um, Luke James, uh, Loretta Devine, and then uh, Michelle Williams from, who was really funny, I thought. Um, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. Okay. So this one, um, I actually thought this was a good movie. Like, um, I didn't love, you know, I didn't love, love it, love, love, love it, right? But I definitely like the movie. So basically, um, you know, Harmony, right? She's a singer, but she quit singing, right? But she, she's in the music business and she's into like writing music for other artists and making other artists' dreams come true instead of her own. She comes home just to find time to find out that her mom's choir, um, need to raise money or like they're going to lose the church or something. I can't remember what the twist was there, but of course they need to raise a bunch of money and, um, you know, <laughs> Harmony's a sweetheart and she wants to help and she gets kind of tricked into stepping into the support the choir, but the choir is led by none other than her ex-boyfriend. Um, is the choir successful? Does Harmony sing? Does she resume singing? Um, do they make enough money? You know, there's like a bunch of questions like that have to be answered in this movie. Um, and you know, I don't do spoilers, so you're gonna have to watch it to find out. But, um, what I have to say is at the end of it, it had to me which what is a classic Hallmark ending. And, you know, as I watched it, I could feel my spirits lifting at the end, right? I felt so good and so lifted and so happy. And that's why I love watching Christmas movies anyway, right? Why watch them if you don't feel uplifted after you're finished, right? Anyway, so... I give Christmas in Harmony, to me, it's about three and a half Christmas trees. I liked it. 
I definitely like it. There's some good relationship drama, some good family drama. Um, will I watch it again? Probably. I'm probably going to watch that again if it comes on. Um, was it DVR worthy? I'd say probably not. Like, it's not something I will keep on my DVR um, and watch like a trillion times. Like, I have the movies that are on there. But, um, but it is, it was good. And it's definitely worth watching. So, Christmas in Harmony, 3.5 Christmas trees from me. Um, one thing that I can say, I would probably have liked it a lot better if they had used, like, if they had done real singing instead of using tracks. They, you could tell they used tracks, and it was, like, kind of obvious, and I, that kind of threw me out of the story, and I think that's the only thing that really threw me out of the story, but everything else was good, so, um, I liked it. All right, so on Saturday, we had two movies um, premiere. One on Hallmark at 8 o'clock and one on Hallmark and Mysteries at 10. So the Saturday um, Hallmark movie was Coyote Creek Christmas with Janelle Parrish and Ryan Pavey. Um, so here we go. Um, so Janelle Parrish is kind of, she's this uh, event planner right and she goes home to her parents in and she's gonna throw this Christmas around the world party right and then she meets Ryan and his adorable adorable sweet adorable like you know cheek pinching son and only to find out eventually that he's co-owner of a development company and her parents are looking to sell the property I mean we've heard this kind you know kind of storyline on Hallmark before, but it's Janelle and it's Ryan, okay? So we don't care if we've heard it before, we like it. Will Janelle's parents sell the, um, you know, sell the end, the family in? Um, and then will the, you know, uh, evil, greedy developers um, change their mind? And will, uh, will Ryan and his son find the magic of Christmas? Um, it was good. I, I, I really liked this. Now, it took me several attempts because, like I said, exhausted. But I really kind of loved learning about the cultural, the, like the multi, multicultural angle and learning about um, how different cultures celebrate Christmas and the traditions. I love the mammoth story, okay? I love the mammoth. I want to find a mammoth, okay? I want somebody to leave a mammoth at my door with the scarf wrapped around his neck. I love the mammoth. Here's my issue. Here's my issue with the movie, right? I really would have loved to see some kind of different conflict, right? The big bad developer coming to buy the family in, I could probably go without seeing that. Um, seeing that storyline for another, another couple of years. But, you know, it, it was all in all, it was it was good. Um, it, because it was good to see Janelle. Uh, Janelle, to me, is adorable in just about everything she does, and so is Ryan. So, um, so I thought it was kind of funny, and I liked their interaction and all of that kind of stuff. So it was there was some good stuff in there, and that is why, for my rating, I give this a solid three and a half um, Christmas tree. Um, so here's one thing I thought was kind of funny though. And I don't know if it's true, so don't quote me on it. But definitely check out um, Coyote, um, the Coyote Creek Christmas, and Santa's Steakout. 
to me, the house in Santa's Stakeout. You'll see the house. You know what I'm talking about if you watch the movie. But the house in Santa's Stakeout looks a lot like the house, the family inn in Coyote Creek Christmas. If they use the same one, I just think that's kind of funny. I would watch both of them, those movies just to see that. <laughs> let me know if that's accurate. Hit me up on Twitter at Chicks on Christmas Flicks and let me know if that's accurate. But um, but for me, you know, it's definitely nothing that's going to deter from the movie. Um, it's kind of like seeing that Folgers can sitting on the counter. <laughs> it's like you see it, you notice it, but it doesn't detract from the movie. So anyway, Coyote, uh, Coyote Creek Christmas, 3.5 Christmas trees. All right. Now, on, on Saturday at 10 p.m. on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, they had The Christmas Promise with Tori DeVito and Matthew James Dowden. This movie, I I love, I, I mean, I really, really like this one a lot. Okay, so basically, we enter the story with this woman. She's ecstatically happy with her fiance. Um, they buy this fixer-upper, and her fiance is awesome, wonderful, and they also own a toy store together, and they're planning to get married, but a bad thing happens, right? Bad thing happens, and, um, you know, um, I'll let you watch the story to see what exactly happened, but um, he doesn't make it two years later. So, two years later, Tori's character is, you know, she's so stuck in grief. Let me tell you something. I totally get the grief, you know. When my mother passed away, I got grief in ways that I didn't want to get grief. But I get when, now I understand getting stuck in grief, right? I didn't understand it before, but now I do, unfortunately. But anyway, so she's stuck in grief. She's stuck in this fixer-upper. Um, she can't bear to live in the, the fixer-upper. And um, she's got to find her. She's got to figure out a way, you know, kind of back to her life and to herself. And, and it's not easy dealing with that stuff. So anyway, with her, with the help of her grandfather, and she tries to move on in many ways. And But one way that she plans to move on is to sell the house, right? Sell the fixer-upper. But first, she's got to fix it up. That's what the real estate agent advises her to do. So in comes the guy, a carpenter, right? Uh, things ensue, let's say that. Um, but there's a really good twist in this. And I will just say, it it kind of harkened me back to like a you've got mail moment, okay? I'm gonna leave it at that though. If you wanna know more, you gotta watch it. But for me and my money, I love this movie. It was so good. A solid four Christmas trees for me. Solid four. Um, um, it's a little, you know, it's a little heartstring tugger. I'm not sure how many times I'm going to watch it because of that factor. But it's a good movie. Highly recommend it. Um, I think you'll love that one. Okay. Then on Sunday was Christmas sale. Um, this is with uh, Katie Sackoff and Peter Sabangui. Sabangui, I think. Sabangui. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Anyway, he's adorable. Um, and I, I, this was a cute movie. So basically, this woman um, and her daughter 
returned to her a strange father, right, to his home. And they learned that this family boat that they love, uh, that that she loved, Katie loved, Katie's character loved, parked in the um, marina, um, you know, uh, and it's in complete disarray. Anyway, so she's in this contest. She's got this raggedy boat. <laughs> and she needs some help. So she enlists her childhood sweetheart, who is uh, Peter, Peter's character, right? And he is kind of, he's, he's been carrying a torch for her for a while. The interesting things, uh, so her mother's passed away. So uh, the father's been dealing with grief, another grief story. Um, so you have a woman dealing with grief. Her father's dealing with grief and they don't know how to relate to each other. Then, um, you know, they've got this contest and they need to earn this $25,000. And then they have the childhood sweetheart. So, you know, there's kind of a nice little Bermuda triangle of stuff that um, would cause just enough conflict to keep the, um, to keep the interest at peak. So I gotta tell you, love this. There was so much to love about this movie. I just adored it. I love. I loved it for so many reasons. Um, there's some sweets, you know. Once the the father comes around and he starts falling in love with his granddaughter, as you know, all grandfathers do, most grandfathers do. Um, it just got sweet, and then as Peter and Katie's character start to rediscover um, what they had between them um, and like the really good man that Peter is, then that got so sweet. My favorite scene of all though, it took me straight back to high school. Like the high school gym when the lights are out and you want to slow, slow dance. <laughs> like it took me right back to that moment. Super, super sweet scene. It's like one of my favorite scenes of all movies so far this year. So um, I think it's coming on within the next day or two or this weekend. And I will be watching that again because I love that scene. Um, but for me, the whole movie is worth it for that scene. As you can tell, I'm a hopeless romantic. Anyway, I definitely recommend this movie. And it is four stars for me. Now, we'll be right back with the week three recap and my one hot or not Christmas pick in just a moment. Now available on paperback and an ebook, the hilarious romantic comedy, The 12 Days of Christmas by USA Today bestselling author K.L. Brady. Both recovering from heartbreak, Gabby and Dave fall for each other after Dave sends a misdirected text message to the wrong woman. But it's a comedy of errors when they try to meet face to face. Murphy's Law strikes and they may never see or speak to each other again. However, Gabby thinks Dave may be the one, so she accepts the mission to unite them before Christmas Day. Now she's got 8 days and 12 days to find the man of her dreams. But Dave is hiding something. Three big things. Even if Gabby finds him, will his secrets keep them apart? Rediscover all the joy and wonder of the Christmas season when you pick up this heartwarming story today. To find out more about the 12 Daves of Christmas, visit klbradyauthor.com or pick up your copy at Amazon, Apple, Kobo, or Barnes & Noble today. And now it's time for Chicks on Christmas Flicks. And welcome back to Chicks on Christmas Flicks. 
I just finished my week two recaps. And now I am going into week three and my hot or not pick for this week, which is a good one. Okay, so week three recap. The Gingerbread Miracle with um, Merritt, Pat- Merritt Patterson and John Ecker. It was uh, 8 p.m. on this past Friday. Let me tell you something. I did not go into this one with a lot of hope for loving it. And yet, I ended up loving it. It was so good. <laughs> I love this movie. All right, so Maya, who is Merritt's character, right? She's a freelance attorney who's, you know, she has kind of a setback. And so she's kind of been living in her <laughs> parents' uh, garage apartment, you know, which does not look like a garage apartment. It should have. Um, then you have her... Uh, see, I can't really call him a childhood sweetheart. Well, he was sweet on her. Um, I'll say that. Um, so her childhood sweetheart's family owns this Mexican bakery, right? Um, his, his uncle owns the bakery and that bakery is where she spends so much of her time. Oh, oh, here's the thing, right? The cookies. So what happens is if the owner, cause he's full of Christmas magic, if he bakes you a cookie and you make a wish on this cookie, your, your wish comes true, right? But what he's finding is that he's kind of lost his magic. And so he decides, well, maybe it's time to let the let the bakery go. And he asks Maya, Merritt's character, to sell the bakery. Well, then the nephew comes home. And the nephew hears about the bakery being sold. And of course, he doesn't want the bakery to be sold. And then he finds out Merritt, Maya, uh, is selling the bakery. And of course, he sticks his nose in it. But then what we also find out is that he is, you know, this attorney. And he's kind of at a crossroads in his career. And he's not happy. And the one thing he loves to do is um, cook and bake. But his uncle wanted him to be more than that. Not really not realizing that being a baker and being a cook is enough. You don't have to be more, right? And so, anyway, so they go through, um, you know, trying to find a, a buyer for this property, and then they get to interact with one another, Alex and Maya, and, you know, things happen. So, again, if you wanna know more, you're gonna have to watch the movie. I love this movie. Another multicultural gem for Hallmark. Um, I loved learning about Mexican culture and Christmas traditions. Um, And I gotta say, I really liked Maya with Alex. Like, I liked their two characters. Um, To me, they had a few very, really sweet uh, moments in that movie. And for me, it was very uplifting, especially after a rough, 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 week (laughs) so for me it gets a solid four christmas trees four christmas trees from me um i really like that one definitely we'll be watching that one again and i didn't have a whole lot of hope for it i'll be i'll be honest i really didn't but i ended up liking that one a lot more than i thought i would all right 
this is another one. <laughs> the next movie, the Saturday night, eight o'clock movie. Another one. I I had a little bit of hope for, but not a whole lot of hope for. To me, you know, Hallmark really picked the wrong trailer for this. <laughs> so anyway, um, next stop, Christmas. Okay, now I was excited about this because it was a Back to the Future reunion, right? Leah Thompson and Christopher Lloyd come from the Back to the Future. I even rented the movie to watch so that I could be reminded of Leah's and Christopher's wonderfulness. Anyway, so they are in it along with the stars, which are Lindsay Fonseca and uh, Chandler Massey. Okay, so... The main character, Lindsay, is Angie, and she's a doctor. And she's, um, you know, she's kind of at a crossroads in her life, right? Crossroads are big in lives. But she's kind of second-guessing a decision to refuse a proposal. Um, she's, um, she, just a rough day at work, you know. Lord knows I can relate to that. Um, and, um, she ends up running, um, into her childhood bestie, um, who is a guy and she's not sure, like, why are, why did they seem estranged? Like, she doesn't really realize, um, she finds out he'd been in town, in town for like, (laughs) for a long time and never even tried to reach out to her. And so she's like, why wouldn't he reach out to me anyway? So, and then her family calls and they want her to spend Christmas at home. And she's like, nah, not going home. Okay. So you can tell there's a lot going on with her and there's a lot of history and all of that kind of stuff. But anyway, so she gets on the train, the commuter train to go home. When she gets on the commuter ride, guess what? This train drops her off in her hometown 10 years in the past in 2011 and she learns from, you know, uh, Christopher Lloyd's character that she's got to right some wrongs before she can even think about coming back to the future. So, to me, right, this was like part um, Back to the Future, but with a very unexpected twist. I would say for me, it was unexpected. And it's definitely what kept me awake after a rough week. Um, If you're expecting like a regular time travel movie, this is not that. Which is why I loved it. Really, Hallmark did their thing on this. I have to give it to them. I have to give it up. Um, I was not expecting to love this so much. And I loved it. I loved Angie's character. Um, She was just the right blend of like confused and snarky and a little sarcastic um but kind of reacting to everything to me in in the best way and if you saw the um if you if you were like me and you saw the trailers and you were like oh god this is going to be so overacted I'm not sure that I want to watch this um if you thought that think think again watch the movie you're gonna love it I honestly like if it could sell me it could sell anybody at that point because I was tired and I didn't want to be staying up late and I not only stayed up I was so hyped after staying up after watching that one that I I got to watch um Mrs. Miracle which I'll talk about in a second but anyway so next up Christmas 
definitely one to watch. It is delightful. It is a sweet, sweet story. To me, I'm, you know, hold on to your britches. But I, you know, I feel like I want to go up to like a 4.5 Christmas trees for that one. That's how much I loved it. I would say between 4 and 4.5 Christmas trees for sure. It's not, it's not on the 4. I know what a 4 is. I've got 4s on my list this week. It's not that, it's more. So it's somewhere between a 4 and a a 4.5. Not quite a 5. So definitely check that one out. And then... At 10 o'clock, uh, Debbie McComber's um, a, a, Mrs., um, a Mrs. Miracle Christmas. Now, let me tell you something. I had some issues with this, right? Because we know Doris Roberts passed away. And I'm a huge Doris Roberts fan, period, point blank. Um, you know, from, from many shows. And then I loved her as Mrs. Miracle. And I, uh, Mrs. Merkel, Mrs. Miracle, you know, whatever you want to call it. So I really just did not think that anybody else could step on her shoes and take over that role um, and replace her. Um, and so when I saw the movie, I was like, meh, I don't know if I'm going to like this one. Um, and then I was so happily surprised. Okay, so um, a Mrs. Miracle Christmas star, Steve Lund, Caitlin Doubleday, and then Caroline Rhea. From the, if you know her, she's from the uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and um, basically what happens is you have this family and they are struggling with so grief, grief on multiple levels, right? Um, and then they, uh, this couple is caring for their elderly grandparent who has had an accident, broken her wrist, and so they need someone to care for her and you know, who shows up at the door when they're in the middle of this grief and having to care for this elderly parent who, who shows up at the door, but Mrs. Merkel, right? She comes in at the perfect time and kind of, uh, her job is to help the family get through these very, very, very serious grief issues and also, um, you know, kind of set the family right. So here's another one where like I, I thought I was going to struggle with this movie because like I said, I love, I love, 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 love Doris Roberts. Didn't think anybody could replace her. Um, but here's the thing. Caroline did not replace Dora Roberts to me, right? She couldn't replace her and she didn't. To me, Caroline brought her own spirit, her own take, right? Um, she put her own spin on this and I found myself just loving her and the story for what it is. Like I wasn't trying to compare. I wasn't trying to say, oh, she can't do what Doris did or whatever. No, to me, she was a Mrs. Miracle in a role, playing that role, but I didn't compare her. I didn't even feel the need to compare her. She was so good. And she did so many funny, sweet things in that movie, like funny gestures and, you know, the spatula. If you watch the spatula scene, you'll know what I'm talking about. But just a lot of little funny things that happened in there. And I just love the way she dealt with it. And she's not a replacement at all. She is just... Caroline putting her own spin on the character. Um, she is definitely not trying to be Doris. And I love that. I love that about the movie. So I think 
you're gonna love this one as much as I did. That is a solid four Christmas trees from me. Solid four. Probably slightly higher than a four, not quite a 4.5, somewhere in there, right? So definitely like that one. And then the final movie of the week for me, for us, everybody, was A Christmas Treasure with Jordan Sparks and Michael Xavier. Um, uh, it's another one. This should have been called The Christmas Crossroads, truly, because it's about <laughs> two characters who are in at a major crossroads in their life, making major decisions about their future. And I'm wondering if they're gonna make the right move. So Lou, George's character, works at her family's newspaper, right? She works at a family's newspaper, but in her soul, she's always wanted to be a writer. I don't know anything about that, haha. Um, anyway, she, she wants to go to New York. <laughs> and she wants to write a novel. And of course, if she, you know, here's the thing. It doesn't kind of work like that, right? You don't get to go to New York, live in like the most expensive city in the world, um, and one of the most expensive cities. Write your book, sell it, become, uh, you know, I guess maybe that happens for some people, but for most people, not so much. So anyway, <laughs> so it was really kind of funny to see all the chatter about this. Like, really, she she's a, a writer and she wants to go uh, to New York of all places to write her first book and to figure out her life. But, you know, her family owns a newspaper. Maybe they're independently wealthy and could send her there. And she could live there and, you know, do her thing for a year. But anyway, their, their family... Um, plans to open this time capsule that was buried when the time was founded. Uh, Lou finds her grandfather's old journal and she starts reading this journal, which starts um, kind of affecting her decision and her thought process about whether she wants to leave town and pursue her dreams versus stay in town and uh, continue the family legacy. And then the guy, um, who is Chef uh, Kyle, right? Um, he's also at a crossroads and he's trying to decide whether he's going to stay and work in the family business, the family restaurant, or if he's going to take a job in the big city, Chicago. So, um, so they're both at this crossroads. Um, and so the, the, you know, the question is, is he going to leave? Is she going to leave? Are they going to leave? Are they going to stay together if they leave? Or is one going to go to one city and the other goes with them? Or, you know, all these kind of questions kind of linger, um, in the air for this movie. And it is really, uh, it was really a cute, cute movie. Um, I definitely, you know, for, to, for it to be Jordan's, um, Hallmark debut, I thought she did a great job. Um, Michael was wonderful as always. Uh, he's a, a Christmas king. He's done so many movies. Uh, Christmas Inheritance, Inheritance on Netflix. He's done Christmas on Wheels with um, Tira Sakar on um, 
on Lifetime, and then he's done a couple of Hallmark movies, including, I think, Christmas Comes Twice last year. So this dude is definitely uh, solidifying his position in the Christmas movie market. Um, and so they were great together. Um, you know, I felt like he really helped uh, balance her her role a lot. So that was really cute. Um, for me, that one was probably like 3.5 uh, Christmas trees, right? Three to three and a half Christmas trees, which again, like I say, it's just uh, levels of good. <laughs> it's not, it's not bad. Um, so that is all that I have to say about that. Now, I have one hot or not chick pick of the week. Let me tell y'all, this movie was so good. Now, this was easily a hot for me, okay? Easily a hot. And it is Love Hard on Netflix um, with Nina Dobrev, Rebecca Staub was in it, um, She's my cousin now. I'm going to tell you why. And uh, Jimmy O. Yang, who I already had love from Silicon Valley. I loved him a lot. Okay, so here's the premise of the movie. So Natalie, this Nina's character, um, she's a woman in L.A. And she's like made her entire career, a writing career, um, a public, in this publication by talking about her terrible life, right? Her, her friend then <laughs> decides, um, you know, the local the local dating scene blows right so we're gonna expand your horizons and your your reach by going across the country and of course um she finds someone on the literally the other coast so she's in la she finds someone in new york and he is perfectamundo wonderfulness right all the wonderfulness she, she decides to fly across, across the country to meet this guy, right? But she's got a couple things on the line. So, one, she has she's not telling the guy that she's coming to fly across the country. Two, her boss wants her to go, but he wants her to write a story about this disaster because of, of, he could see the train wreck coming. And her friend's encouraging her for good reasons to go because you've got to go meet the man of your dreams. Anyway, she gets there and she finds out that the guy that she's been talking to is not the same guy in the picture. She has been catfished. Um, so... After that happens, hilarity ensues. <laughs> and I'm not going to get into... Uh, there are some uh, different twists in this movie. It is not what you... When you start thinking you know what it's going to be, it's not what you think it is. It's so good. I really love this one. It had really kind of hints of multiple movies in there. But I don't want to say because I'll probably give away the... Um, probably give away the um you know the premise but what i would say is i love this movie it is not a quote unquote hallmark movie hallmark christmas movie at all okay <laughs> it's not that don't turn this on thinking i'm gonna see another hallmark movie because you will be highly disappointed there is some language there are some adult situations but it is funny and it is sweet. 
and it's gonna make you cringe a little bit <laughs> but it is also gonna give you the feels especially that ending i love that ending oh my gosh there's a couple of scenes in there that like what that were like swoon worthy scenes um there's a caroling scene that i loved and that ending i loved so um and it's and I, I loved the ending and I didn't really expect it. That's kind of what made it so great. So anyway, I've been I don't know if I said this. So Jimmy O Yang, right? Jimmy Yang, I'm a huge fan of his from Silicon Valley. Um, and I have to say, Rebecca Staub is now my cousin. I have been claiming her as my cousin, even though she's not my cousin, but I'm claiming her as my cousin because she has retweeted me and tweeted me you know how I am I'm a tweet ho so <laughs> so if you tweet me we're pretty much family um and so that was really exciting so that movie is a hard 4.5 Christmas trees for me uh and it drifting toward a five that's how good that movie is I watched it twice already I watched it twice in the same day that's how good it is it was so good. Um, so I highly recommend you watch Love Hard. Just don't go into it thinking you're gonna be watching a Hallmark TV Christmas movie because you are not. That's not what that is. That's not what it's meant to be. And it's wonderful and glorious the way it is. And yes, it is tropey and it's not so, um, it's not so different that it's not the same. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, right? But it's good, all right. Definitely got some good twists in there. All right, and that is gonna do it for this week. Um, So guess what? Coming up in, uh, in the upcoming weekend is so, there's so much good stuff going on. All right, so Up TV is uh, entering the fray, right? Um, they've got their royal, well, they've entered the fray this weekend, but they're staying in it this upcoming weekend, um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can see Christmas movies on Up TV. yay. Um, Lifetime is coming up with its Christmas movies this week, so you are going to love, 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 love uh, Lifetime movies. Coming up on Hallmark next week, we've got Open by Christmas, My Christmas Family Tree, We've got one December night and a holiday in Harlem. I'm excited to see all those. On Up TV, we've got Christmas on Holly Lane. Now, that's not a new one for this year, but it is an oldie but a goodie. Uh, Christmas on Holly Lane with uh, Sarah Lancaster and Snowed In for Christmas, which is new. That premieres on Sunday at 7. And then, starting next Wednesday, Lifetime gets into the 24-7 well, you know they're 24-7. It's not quite 24-7. It's more like, um, you know, uh, maybe 16. <laughs> 16 and 7, something like that. But anyway, so, uh, but Lifetime enters the fray uh, next Wednesday. And, um, oh, this coming Wednesday. Hey, not next Wednesday, this Wednesday. And um, two movies premiere this week, one on Friday, one on Saturday, An Ice Wine Christmas and A Picture Perfect Holiday, followed by one of my all-time favorites, 
snowed in Christmas with Bethany Joyland. So I am really, really excited about that. And then pretty soon I'll be reaching out to Brittany for the December preview. And so stay tuned for that show. That's going to be a good one because that is going to be so hard to come up with the top 10 or top 12 movies for the month of December. Ooh, most anticipated movies for the month of December. That's going to be a hard one. Anyway, that is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much to my show editor and music producer, Wildcard Music. Um, he's at Wildcard Music on IG. Um, he created all the music for the show. Until next time, remember, at Chicks on Christmas Flicks, we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. Please do not forget to subscribe. Leave a review on your favorite platform and tell your Christmas movie-loving friends about this show. Where can you find us? I'm so happy you asked. We are on every podcast platform Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and many, many more. Please check out the link in the show notes. Follow us on Twitter and IG. And thank you for listening in. We'll see you next week.